Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, welcome to the show. This is the Millennial Millionaire Podcast, and I am your host, Stephen Cohen. This podcast is focused on bringing some of the wisest minds from across the globe to discuss concepts, strategies, and ideals that will lead them to be top performers in their respective industries and their lives. This show is for the millennials and millennials at heart to transcend their mindset, their health, and their income to the next level. We are so excited to have you on this journey with us. Welcome to the show. Yo, 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 welcome back to the show, Millennial Millionaires. This is Stephen Cohen coming back to you with a solo pod, actually, today. Uh, It is January 18th as we film this podcast, so I felt like it was suiting to talk about the new year, new me mentality. January 2023 has been an amazing year for myself and a lot of people um, around me, but Don't allow January just to be another year where you get all excited and you get all fired up and then come February, March, April, May, somewhere along the line, just like the majority of America, the majority of the world, that statistic that most people that set a New Year's resolution at the beginning of January after 32 days, 54% of people quit on that New Year's resolution. And I believe the statistic just gets lower and lower as time goes on. Don't be that guy or gal that gets all fired up at the beginning of the year, starts going to the gym for a week, starts that new business for a week, starts waking up early for a week, starts those new habits only for a short amount of time and then isn't consistent. And then by the time you get to November and December, you look back at your year, you look back at your life and nothing has changed. If you want things in your life to change, you have to change things in your life. Don't go through life. Don't go through this year, day after day, week after week, month after month, expecting things to change if you're not willing to change. So today we're going to talk about some things that you can implement in your life today, right now, in January, before the year starts Uh, get going in order to create some strong habits, some strong rituals, some strong paradigms in order to have your best day, best year, best week ever. So for myself, guys, coming into 2023, I did a lot of retrospection, a lot of reflection, a lot of visualization. I think in order to have a really good year, you need to have a really good two weeks before you start the year. If you're waiting for January 1st, January 2nd, January 17th to start taking action on those new goals, those new initiatives, you're already behind the eight ball. As we all know, it takes time to build a habit. One of the big misconceptions about changing your life, changing your habits, changing your actions is that most people think that they could just start something and it's going to be easy and gather that momentum. That's not the case. In order to create a new habit, you first have to identify the habit that you want to change. So something that I've really been focusing on this year is mastering my mornings and my evenings. Your nightly routine and your morning routine are so crucial in most scenarios because you can't really control what happens in the bulk of the day. There's going to be things that are unpredictable, you're dealing with emotional people, you're dealing with you know irrational situations. There's a lot of things that can hit you throughout the day. And if you're not mentally and emotionally and spiritually prepared, you're not going to be able to slay those dragons. You're not going to be able to deal with the adversity that goes on in the modern day world. So the way that you do that is you have to put your armor on in the morning by mastering and by having a solid morning routine. Just like a soldier 
back in the medieval days, they would never go out into battle without putting their armor on in the morning and preparing themselves to deal with whatever dragons, whatever monsters, whatever soldiers they're up against. And they would never go to bed without taking off their armor. Your morning and your nightly rituals are very similar to that. In order to deal with the bulk of the day, you want to be present, you want to be grounded, and you want to be in the headspace where regardless what happens, you're able to deal with that. So for me, focusing on the morning really starts with focusing on the night before. Jim Rohn has a quote. He says, don't start your day until you end it, which basically means before you go to bed at night, set aside 15, 20 minutes to plan out what you're going to do the next day. For me, I have a whiteboard next to my bed that every single night before I go to bed, I write down the five to 10 things on that whiteboard that I need to accomplish the next day. By doing that, I'm clearing my mind before I go to bed and I'm not allowing myself to have fatigue, decision fatigue when I wake up in the morning. We all know that there's a reason that these multi-billionaires like Mark Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett, all these multi-billionaires that run these massive empires They don't focus on what they're going to wear the next day. They typically wear the same thing because they don't want to bog their mind down with all these little decisions that don't actually mean anything when it comes to effectively executing on the things that they need to do. It's the same thing. If you're able to, in the morning, write down, I'm sorry, at night, write down the things that you need to do in the morning, as soon as you wake up, you don't have to think about it. You can just take a picture of that and act. Another thing. Going to bed and waking up at the same time is extremely crucial. One, it's better for your sleep. You get more REM sleep, which is going to put you in a better state of clarity and and focus to execute on what you need to do, but it allows your body to melt into a rhythm of consistency. Going to bed at the same time, giving yourself time before you go to bed. Something that I've implemented this year is I bought an alarm clock. I bought an alarm clock because I don't have enough discipline. I don't have enough willpower not to touch my phone in the morning if it's the first thing that I'm looking at. If you use your alarm clock in the morning on your phone, chances are when you go and turn that thing off, the first thing that you're going to do is look at your TikTok, look at your Instagram, check your text messages. And chances are whatever's on your phone is going to steal your presence and you're going to be absorbed into whatever uh, reactionary state that's going on in that phone. As we all know, most of the stuff that we see on a daily basis is negative. So if the first thing you're doing is you're waking up in the morning and you're seeing you know, a customer canceling or a bad email about, you know, a finance issue or, you know, the news on TikTok or something negative happening in the world. It's stealing your presence and it's stealing your emotion away from you. Therefore, you're not going to have the ability to really zen out, center and focus on the things that you need to do. So, Really simple. Put yourself in a position to win. Again, I don't have enough discipline not to touch my cell phone if it's right next to me and I'm using it as my alarm clock. So what's the solution there? I plug my phone in my bathroom, I get it away from me, and I buy a $30 alarm clock so after I wake up, I can give myself some time in the morning to just focus. The same thing at night. It's really important to give yourself 15 to 20 minutes before going to bed to decompress and focus and reflect on the day ahead and the day that just passed. For me, I say a mantra before I go to bed uh, that I feel like empowers me and, and grounds me, and I also have a gratitude journal. 
scientists show that the first 15 minutes before you go to bed and the last 15 minutes before you wake up in the morning, you're in what's called a theta state. And the theta state is a brain wave that is most impressionable um, out of all the different waves. We have delta, gamma, and I believe alpha. Theta is the brain wave that when you're in the shower and you're in a very meditation meditation stance, that is the feeling of the gamma uh, brain stance. And that gamma stance is the most impressionable. So whatever you absorb, whatever stimulus you see when you first wake up in the morning, chances are that's going to stick with you for the majority of the day because it, it's the most impressionable uh, state that human beings can be in. So knowing that, make sure before you go to bed that 15 minutes and that 15 to 20 minutes after you wake up, you're intentionally putting good information, whether it's reading a motivational book, centering yourself, focusing on what you're grateful for, uh, focusing on something that is positive and motivating and inspiring. Because if you look at something negative before you go to bed or checking your cell phone or scrolling on TikTok or watching Netflix and not giving yourself your brain enough time to clear out all that stimuli, you're going to carry that emotion with you for the rest of the day. That's why if you get woken up in a, in a rash manner, and if you're running late, you carry that energy with you throughout the day because you're in that ga uh, you're in that uh, that gamma wave, and it's it's the most impressionable. So making sure your morning and nightly routine are dialed in are essential in order for you to continue to dominate and have a good 2023. Another thing that you can do is making sure that whatever your goals are this year. You're not just writing them down on January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd, and that's it. And you're not looking at them. Everyone talks about writing down goals, but not enough people talk about reviewing goals. Reviewing goals after you write them down is just as important because what that does, it keeps it omnipresent. It keeps it front of mind. If you write down, I want to make half a million dollars this year. I want to go buy my dream car. I want to travel to new countries. I want to be 17% body fat at 160 pounds. Whatever your goals are, if you're not constantly putting them on the front of your mind, if you're not constantly reviewing them, you lose the magic in those goals because you're not thinking about them and it's not a focus of attention. Where focus goes, energy flows. Whatever we think about, we become. If you can continue to condition your conscious mind about your goals and your dreams and have vision boards and have things that inspire you and have mantras and have all these certain things to keep your the things that you care about and the things that you value the most that you want to accomplish in the front of your mind, that's going to allow it to continue to seep into your unconscious mind. We have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. The conscious mind is the thinking mind. That's the mind that we choose with, we make decisions, uh, we rationalize things. It's the mind that we think of most of the time whenever making big decisions. That conscious mind doesn't necessarily get things done. All it does is allow us to plan, analyze, focus, and rationalize things. The thing that actually gets things done is our unconscious mind. It's the mind that we don't necessarily think of, we don't have too much awareness in, but that is the thing that allows us to accomplish our goals, our dreams, and the things we want to do. The unconscious mind is the thing that keeps us breathing. It's the thing that keeps our blood flowing through our body. It's the thing that keeps us alive. And all decision, all change, all action happens on an unconscious level. People don't take action on things until you get it from your conscious brain into your unconscious brain. 
So ultimately, the goal should be to have your goals, your vision, the things that you want to accomplish, the things you wrote down at the beginning of the year in front of you as much as possible. Because the only way to get an idea, to get a thought, to get a a vision or a goal or a dream from your conscious mind to your unconscious mind is repetition. It's seeing it. It's thinking about it. It's keeping it at the front of your mind. It's doing affirmations. It's speaking it into existence. And the more you do that, the more you condition your unconscious mind to feel like what your goal or your future desire is, is actually in the present. The beautiful thing about the unconscious mind, guys, is it doesn't, it can't tell the difference between what's fallacy and what's reality. If you tell yourself a, a lie long enough, it'll actually start to believe it actually true. And then you'll start to take action based on whatever you're feeding your unconscious mind. There's a thing in our brain called the RAS. It's called the reticular activating system. Ed Milet, for those of you guys that follow him, talks a lot about this. And the RAS is basically the filter. It's a piece of our unconscious mind that filters out the world as we see it. There's a good quote. It says, we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. As you change, your worldview changes. That's how some people can look at the same event, same failure, same opportunity, same tragedy, and take two completely different experiences and go in two different directions from the same result that occurred from that. It's because of the filters that we see the world through. This RAS, reticular activating system, is basically filtering out the things that we feel is important to us. So if you tell your RAS through your unconscious mind, through repetition and through gratitude journals and through some of the practices that we've spoken about that I am rich, I am abundant, I seek positivity, I feel good, I attract wealth, I make a million dollars, I build sales teams, all these things that you're trying to accomplish, if you can continue to compress that into your RAS, you're going to literally scientifically start filtering out things that are congruent with that belief. That's why whenever you start to see, uh, whenever you, you start to desire a new car, you get a new car for me. When I first got a Tesla five years ago, that was my dream car for a really long time. And what I was telling my RAS after I got it was Tesla, 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 Tesla. That's what I was thinking about. Guess what? I started seeing Teslas everywhere. And it wasn't necessarily because Elon was making more Teslas. It was because I was telling my RAS, I was programming my unconscious mind, Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. Therefore, my eyes, my ears, my senses sifted through all the other cars and on the other side was able to see a Tesla from four or five lights down the street. It's the same reason when someone says your name in a crowd or a party, you're easily able to pick it up through hundreds of people because your RAS, your unconscious mind is so conditioned to that, that it triggers immediately and it sifts it through. So if that's the case in those micro decisions, when it comes to cars in our name, think about what it can do when you can program your mind, when it comes to success, when it comes to abundance, when it comes to attracting and manifesting your goals on one you want to accomplish. That's why all this law of attraction, visualization, you know, kind of esoteric, wiki wonky stuff is now being backed with scientific proof. It's because of the RAS and the unconscious mind. So all these things that you do with your goals, guys, again, don't just write them down consistently review them, consistently adjust them, consistently track. If you're not tracking your goals, you're not going to know where you are in the progress of them. 
If I know I want to make a million dollars this year, and if I don't check in March or April, if I haven't made a quarter million dollars, I either need to adjust my effort or adjust my goal. Because chances are, if you're not halfway or a quarter way or three quarters way to your goal, when you hit those check marks throughout the year, then you either need to continue to do more of something, continue to do less of something, or take audit of what needs to shift in your life. Too many people say, hey, I'm going to go make, you know, 100 sales this month, or I'm going to go, you know, make six figures or whatever the case is. And that's all they do. They say it once to themselves in quiet. They never declare it and they never track it. They never monitor it. So at the end of the year when they make 60 grand, 70 grand, they don't care because they never actually had that emotional attachment of reviewing it consistently. So again, guys, polish the morning and nightly routine, super crucial, something I'm doing. Um, Second is don't just write goals down, actually review them, track them, keep score, continue to keep them on the forefront of your mind because by doing that, you'll continue to keep your awareness on them and whatever you put awareness on, typically you're able to accomplish. Continue to do certain things that will put your goals and your visions and your dreams and your desires in front of your mind. Set yourself up to win. Don't put yourself in a position where it's hard to hit your goals. The same thing. Don't put yourself in a position where you're not giving yourself the best opportunity at bat to hit the ball, just like that alarm clock. Don't give yourself permission that you're needing in order to not hit your goals. Because by putting your phone next to you, you're not giving yourself the best chance to win. By not reviewing your goals, you're not giving yourself the best chance to win. Third thing, third and last thing that I'd recommend for having the best 2023 of your your life. The expectations that you set for yourself are extremely important. Tony Robbins has a quote. He says that our life we don't get in life what we want. We get out of life what we expect. We get out of life what we demand ourselves. If your standard in life is I'm going to get by and just make enough money to pay my bills and I'm only going to go to the gym when I feel like it and I'm only going to go on date night when I'm in the mood and I don't want to just chill and watch Netflix, then of course you're not going to be fulfilled. Of course you're not going to be in a high state or a high uh, sense of, of vibration. But the goal, guys, the goal is to create a life where you don't need a vacation from. That's the ultimate goal that I hope if you're viewing this or listening to this, that should be your goal. It's to make enough money, to make enough impact, to improve your life in such a way where every day you wake up, maybe not every day, right? There's ups and downs, but the majority of the time you wake up, you are grateful for the life that you've created and you're excited. But the only way you do that is to expect more out of yourself. The only way you do that is to create standards for yourself because no one else is going to do it. You know, maturity isn't an age. Maturity is taking full ownership over your life, all the good and the bad. And when you wake up one day and realize that everything that you have in life or everything that you don't have in life is a sum based on the decisions that you've made up until that point, It's a very empowering feeling. And when you take the power back and stop giving it away to other people in a victimhood stance, then the only question is, how much of life do I want to go after? What do I actually want? So the third thing is really defining what 2023 looks like for you. What do you want this year to be? 
how closer or how far away do you want to become to the things that you really accomplish and the things that you really desire? If you ask most people, if you stop people in the street, you're like, hey, what do you want to accomplish this year? What's your chief aim? What's your goals look like? How much money do you want to make? You know, what do you want your body to look like? What do you want your relationship to look like? What experience do you want to have? Most people would draw a blank because they haven't thought about it because they're so conditioned to be the at the effect of things instead of the cause of things. They're always the effect. Things are always happening to them. And because they're so conditioned to be a sheep and to be in a reactionary state, they don't have the ability to think for themselves. And the issue is when you're not thinking for yourself, you're not creating life based on your design, you're conforming to someone else's design. And that's not a very inspiring story. It's not a very inspiring narrative to be able to do. So figure out what you really want out of 2023. Figure out at December 31st who you want to be, what you want to feel, what things you want to have, what experiences that you want to have, and reverse engineer it. Commit to it. See what you need to accomplish. If it's an income goal, if it's an experience goal, if it's a fitness goal or a health goal or a relationship goal, figure out what it is that you want and then reverse engineer it backwards and take it day by day. A thing that I've been doing this year that's been very beneficial is I've been extremely intentional with my days. The older you get, the older I get, I feel like the days go by a lot quicker. It seems like every year has been the quickest year to date. I remember being, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, and it felt like the years were so much longer versus being an adult and being older. And it seems like yesterday it was New Year's Eve 2021, New Year's Eve 2022, and years are flying by. So if you're not super intentional with your days, and if you're not hyper-focused on not counting your days, but making your days count, the year is going to go by just like that. And you're going to look back and you're going to see that the things that you set at the beginning of the year, you haven't accomplished them. So be super intentional. I'm looking at my watch every day and I'm trying to maximize. I'm trying to juice as much out of these days as possible because I understand that your days become your weeks, your weeks become your months, your months become your years and your years become your life. And the only way to make change is to win the day every single day. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. But as long as you can give an effort and at the end of the day, when you go to bed, you can go to bed knowing that, man, that was a good day. How many of those experiences, how many of those days where you left it all on the table, you reflect on the day, you're like, man, that was a good day. I got a lot done. I put a lot of effort in. How many of those days this year can you have in a row? Because based on that, that'll create that momentum. And as we all know, momentum is the key, the law of big mo. Everything in life, every good thing comes from momentum. If you don't have momentum, life is hard. You know, pushing that boulder uphill is extremely challenging and extremely hard. But once that thing is going on the other side of the, of the hill, now you're just having to sustain it. And now things are happening. Good things are happening. It's when you take your foot off the gas and that momentum stops and now you're at a standstill and you have to realize, man, I have a freaking big hill in front of me and this boulder's heavy and I know that's going to take a lot of energy and effort in order to get it back on the other side. That's the challenging part and that's where most people freeze and then they walk off the hill and they start drifting and that's when things don't accomplish in their life. So realize... If you have momentum right now, double down. Don't allow that momentum to stop because we know when you have momentum, life's good. When you don't have momentum, life's not good. If you don't have momentum, it's going to take massive energy and action in order to get that rock, that big boulder rolling again. But just know that 
at a certain amount of time, whether it's a week, a month, a quarter, that momentum is going to turn in your favor and things are going to start becoming easy again. So in, in closing, guys, number one, you have to be super, super intentional with your days. You got to make sure that every single day you're trying to squeeze as much juice out of the lemon as possible because that compound effect, that invisible pinata of you hitting the pinata day in and day out, eventually that candy is going to bust and you're going to see some momentum. Even on the surface, if you don't see that work starting to create that result, just trust that that invisible progress is happening and eventually that one swing is going to bust open that result for you. So you have to be hyper intentional with your days, making sure you're not just drifting and allowing days to fly by and then not having the things that you want to do at the end. So hyper focus, you need to make sure that you're dialing in your morning and your nightly routines because again, that's putting your armor on and armor off for the day to deal with the bulk of the day. And then the last thing is making sure you're clear on what you want for your goals, what you want to accomplish this year, but you're also reviewing it. You're not just writing it down and putting it into a dusty drawer and maybe reviewing it once or twice a year. Keep it on the forefront of your mind. Put it on your mirror in your car. Write it in the bathroom mirror. Keep a vision board next to you. Keep the things that inspire you and the goals and the things that you want to accomplish on the forefront of your mind because what that's going to do is going to imprint it on your unconscious mind and you're going to start filtering out the things that are going to help you accomplish that. So, I hope that was valuable, guys. Hope you guys got some info. Again, my mantra this year is 2023 is going to be the best year of my life. And I'm going to continue to say that, continue to do it, even with the ups and downs, because every year, my New Year's resolution is to make this year better than the previous year. Because at the end of the day, progression is all we can ask when we're progressing, when we're moving towards something that we care about and that we're passionate about and that has meaning for us, that's when we're the most happiest. That's when we're the most fulfilled. That's when we're feeling the best. And the goal in life, it's not to feel great all the time, but it's to do your best to feel great the majority of the time. And when you're not feeling great, discipline your disappointments. Don't allow yourself to be in that state for too long because as we know, a positive mind creates a positive life and it's all about creating that momentum and that compound effect to achieve the goals that we want. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Short episode today. Hope you got some value and uh, until next time.